0: Evermore Poe is the historical account of a teenaged Edgar Allan Poe. Please don't forget to follow and share this podcast. Evermore Poe was researched, written, produced, and edited by yours truly, journalist Chris Kosach. I began my research more than a decade ago using vetted journalistic methods with corroborated fact-checking from respected sources including the Library of Congress and the National Archives, among other collections, strung together in a narrative style. In other words, my story is mostly true. This is Evermore Poe, the turbulent youth of Edgar Allan Poe. Somehow, Eddie knew he was in a dream. Everything was black. He was alone, but unlike his recurring nightmare of waking up in a coffin, he did not feel encased at all. Instead, he was acutely aware of a great expanse all around. The mood was sinister, and yet there was something provocative that compelled him to move forward into the mystery. ''Where am I?'' he asked himself before realizing he was unable to speak. Eddie became aware that his mouth was covered with a gag, or so it seemed. But when he put his fingers to his lips, he realized the true horror, that he had no mouth at all, only a vast fleshy area between his nose and his chin that stretched like rubber when he moved his imprisoned jaw. But his speech was not the only thing altered, Eddie's hearing was exponentially crisp. He could hear his own heart pounding in his chest, but also the volume of distant sounds, too. An echo of water droplets falling into a cavernous puddle. The rhythm of the ocean. Or was it the air rustling through his ear channel like a seashell? He wasn't sure which. Next came the tick-tock. They came in rhythmic swaths of gentle air and tickled his scalp. Looking up, he recognized the giant brass pendulum from the foyer at home. Only much, much bigger. Tick-tock, it counted the moments tick-tock. Seduced by the mystery before him, Eddie embraced his fear. He relished in the adrenaline coursing through his body in the tortured romantic way others could not understand and pursued his compulsion to discover what lie ahead in the blackness. Next came a cool breeze to his face, and not from the pendulum above. But as Eddie began to look up to identify the source, something caught his eye. A faint, pin of light twinkled far into the distance, moving ever so small at first, but more so as it came closer. The light seemed to be floating by itself in the darkness, a ghostly apparition. Then he recognized the thing. It was a torch. He squinted further into the darkness to see whom or what was holding it. Slowly, a hooded figure came into view, A man wearing a heavy robe guided the light further before walking to a spot along the far wall. Eddie thought the image could be the Grim Reaper, but then the hooded man moved to the left, revealing a parade of torchbearers, each of whom took a spot against a far stone wall. As Eddie's eyes adjusted to the light, more detail came into view. The queue of torchbearers stood before a black hole that separated him from their group. Another step and he would fall in. Jagged seams of ancient stone walls came into focus, while the pulsating breeze from above grew heavier as it descended with each beat. The line of shrouded figures remained motionless. The outline of the robes blended shoulder to shoulder into a single black mass. In a council of many, a diabolical force. He counted seven figures total. Tick. Each a different size, talk. Each a different height, tick. A faint Gregorian chant echoed somewhere in a faraway chamber, talk. The echo of a woman sobbing, together the sounds crested along with Edgar's pulsating heart into a deafening crescendo. And then complete silence. The gallery of souls stood motionless for a time. Finally, the tallest among them stepped forward. By firelight, he caught the shadows underneath the man's hood, providing a glint of vaguely recognizable features. The strong jaw, the gaunt face, the unmistakable crook of a familiar aquiline nose. Before Eddie could react, the hooded figure was standing directly above him, and although he couldn't see the man's eyes, He knew he was being judged. Eddie desperately tried to think of a plan, but before he could do anything, the cloaked figure reached out to him, placing a guiding hand on his shoulder and pushing him into the obsidian hole below. Eddie tried to catch his footing, but it was too late. He fell backward into the abyss. As he fell, he looked up. The ticking from above was indeed a pendulum swinging back and forth, but instead of a brass rod and ball of a clock he had assumed it would be, he saw an enormous axe pendulating back and forth. The blade was so low, one more swing, and it surely would have met his skull. The action was fleeting. Eddie couldn't decide whether the man had saved him from a lethal blow or pushed him to his doom. The hooded figure stared down at Eddie as he fell further into the blackness below. The bitter taste of bile rose in his throat. He had the sudden instinct to scream, but without a mouth to expel a sound, he remained utterly silent. (gasps) Eddie sat up in bed, his heart still palpitating. He raised his fingers to inspect his face, his lips, His mouth, both were perfectly normal, despite his startled panting. Nothing but the sheer terror had been real. Eddie lied back down, trying in vain to recall every last detail. The moonlight shone through his window. He could hear the clip-clop of horses passing by the townhouse. Eddie tried in vain to recall every last detail of the horrible nightmare. As terrifying as it was... It was also thrilling. Eddie sank back into his pillow. He knew there must be some deeper meaning to the sordid nightmare, but what? He closed his eyes, summoning the courage to go back to sleep and try and catch the dream where it had left off. He needed more time to understand what this dream itself was trying to say. Gradually his body relaxed, and he eased back into a slumber. Eddie was successful in catching the same dream Or did he will it? Once more, he was looking up from the bottom of a shaft, only this time, it wasn't a dark dungeon. It was bright daylight far above the high walls that surrounded him. A ribbon of cumulus clouds swept through the rectangle of blue sky above. With his feet planted on solid ground, Eddie recognized this place. He was flanked by the high stone walls of a confined alleyway, or a close, as they were called in Edinburgh. Drip. Eddie turned in the direction of the sound behind him. Drip. He spotted nothing. And then... Drip. Looking up, he saw a blood-soaked rag dangling from a window, the unforgettable sign that the Black Plague had claimed yet another home. Eddie. He heard his name in the wind. Eddie. She sang. Mother? Mother? He called out in the dream to his heavenly host, "'Mother, is that you?' But another voice responded. It was coarse and foreboding. "'I am not your mother.' Evermore Poe is the historical account of a teenaged Edgar Allan Poe. If you'd like to learn more about Eddie's devolution to become the master of the macabre, please don't forget to follow and share this podcast. Evermore Poe was researched, written, produced, and edited by yours truly, journalist Chris Kosach. I began my research more than a decade ago using vetted journalistic methods with corroborated fact-checking from respected sources including the Library of Congress, periodicals obtained from multiple Poe museums, notable scholars, and the National Archives, among other collections, strung together in a narrative style. In other words, my story is mostly true. Our music today is from Esther Abrami. It should be noted that some of the characters in Evermore Poe are composites of real people, including servants and slaves who lived in the Allen home at the time of our story. Please note, while Evermore Poe is based on fact, it should not be confused with the historic record. For that, I hope you will go down your own rabbit hole to research one of the most Thrilling American authors of all time. Our story continues again next time on Evermore Poe. Until then, I'm Chris Kosach. Thank you for listening.